Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Session start in 13 minutes. Use the raisement option to speak with the attorney. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. We've been conducting Zoom or conference call for the past 10 years. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know you're a newcomer. And put your camera on if you're a newcomer. AD? Hey, uh, good afternoon. Thanks, Rahul, for the opportunity. And Rahul, uh, first of all, before the question, I would like to appreciate the support that you provide to H1Bs and all the questions that you Thank share you. through this channel as well as YouTube. Okay. You. Uh, so me, my wife and my son, we are uh, H1, H4, H4 EAD. Everything is approved until April 2023. Uh, mm-hmm. And extensions have been filed. H1 is approved, H4 and EAD is in progress. Meanwhile, I, I'm getting an opportunity with company B. And company mm-hmm. B filed an H1 uh, extension. Uh, sorry, transfer. Got it approved. When is uh, when is your wife's H1B H4 expired? 2-12-23. February 12th, 23. Is she um, um, is she working? She's working. She's working in school. Uh, okay. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah. So now new company has filed a transfer. Transfer H1 is approved. H4 is approved. I did not file EAD during that time. I have requested for EAD. Now, which one uh, takes the priority? Does the new H4, which is uh, approved, takes the precedence over the currently applied uh, extension H4 and EAD or uh, which one? So that's one of the questions. Okay. So so let me ask. So the second company that you moved on to file the H4 plus EAD or just H4 on? Just H4 and that was approved. But not the EAD? Not the EAD. EAD I have recently requested. So that is in a, uh, in the request mode. It should go down in a week or two. But it will be filed before her EAD expires? Correct. Yes. Okay. So what's your question now? And question you is... Said, you said it will be filed before the EAD expires, right? The second EAD. Correct. Yes. It will be filed before okay. any of the uh, EAD expire, expiry comes through. Now, which one takes the precedence? Now, if the later one, the new company one gets approved first and the uh, uh, current company gets approved later, will there be an issue uh, for EAD? Nope. As in, okay. No. And no. if the current one is approved for a longer period of time, for example, the current employer extension. You can is, use any, you can use either of those things. One may get approved. Second may get approved. One may get denied. You can use any, any of that thing. And she has a 540 days extensions anyways, right? You know, the 540 days, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All so right. if the first then, one gets approved, the second one will also get approved. There is a chance the second one will get approved. The first one may be denied. Okay. All right. So either or will overlap each other and get denied. Right. Okay. The, why, right. Now, would, why would I want you to file the second one? Is The reason is that the first one may be denied because when the company withdraws the H1B, 
they may deny the h4 and they may not look into it they may deny the ead that's the reason i made sure that you're going to apply for the extension one more time yes and okay. is there any difference between any consulate because currently uh, the nebraska consulate is taking two weeks for h4 approvals will h4 ead be the same uh, quicker way no. or it is taking longer it's taking a longer time Okay, ED will take a long time unless it's been filed along with the H1B. How does it matter for you though? Because it will be approved in 540 days. Correct. Yes. I just wanted to make sure because in case if we travel, then everything is going to go off. No, it won't go off. Your ED will be still be approved. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Rolly, if you don't mind, I have uh, uh, one another question. Uh, concurrent H1. Now, if I'm going to new employer, starting with new employer and the current uh, company which I work with, uh, even this job, I want to continue or is there an option to continue and who needs to be informed? That's one question. Second is if I travel during this time frame uh, to India, which company's documentation um, should... Okay, uh, I I would yeah I'm going too much questions for you. Okay, I want okay. you to watch this video. Okay, uh, I want wa wa I want you to watch this video. Okay, next person please. Concrete. Hi Tanya. Hi Rahul, thank you for the opportunity. Um, currently I'm on um, H1B and my six years are about to complete by this December 15th, 2022 this year. And uh, my employer filed perm, but uh, the status is still pending. So if I don't receive my approval by December 15th, what is the ideal time to leave the country? Whether it's 10 days before, one week before? Um, uh, one week before is good enough. You don't have to go by 10 days before. Okay, so one okay. week before, okay. And my second question is, uh, um, so do I have to file my I-1 if my perm gets approved by then, uh, by this, mm -hmm. uh, by December 15th? So do I have to file my I-140 or based upon the perm, can I file my H-1B extension just for no, a year? I-140 has to be approved okay, for you to okay. apply for the H-1B extension. Okay. Earlier it was the case if the perm approves, uh, I can file for one year extension. Um, it is only if the perm is pending for more than one year, you are oh, okay. eligible for the seventh year extension, oh. but it's only one oh. year, that too. Okay. Oh, okay. But the, at that case, the perm has to be pending for more than one year. Okay. Okay. If the, my perm approves, then I have to file my I-140 thing. Okay. Got yes. it. Um, actually, my spouse, uh, um, uh, she already filed her I-140 and currently... Um, her extension, everything is good to go. Can I convert as a dependent uh, so that I don't have to leave the country in December? Absolutely. And once my Absolutely, perm... you can. Absolutely, okay, so... you can do so. I sent a video. H1B mm -hmm. is nearing six years, perm not approved. What are the options? Okay. There are many, mm -hmm. very many different options available though. Okay. You can mm -hmm. go to Mexico and come back. There are different, different options. I, it's just a 10 minute video. Only on that it's focused on. Nothing else. Watch okay. the video, okay? okay. Next person, okay. please. Anj? Hi, Rahul. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Yeah. 
Hey Rahul, thanks for your contribution. Actually, like, wanted to say that like I have seen you your videos more than the Bollywood yes. movies. So thank you so much for <laughs> all you. the information you. you are you are actually uh, passing it out. Thank you, uh, Rahul. One thing is like I've been 15 years like into H1B, and uh, like mm-hmm. last July I got the opportunity of filing the 485. My priority date mm-hmm. is January 2013. and then mm-hmm. like uh, the the move, uh, the dates move back of course now the my dates are moved back yeah so now my h1b is actually up to renewal for april uh, 20 uh, 23 and my wife is on h4 h4 ead so i started the renewal process of like h1 h4 h4 ead but i am contemplating like whether should i go pursue that like h1b renewal or should i just get on ead because i already got the ead and ap i have uh, even though like i have flipped the coin as well as like <laughs> i've seen your video which you are going to refer it to me still i, I personally i personally yeah. myself have moved into ead at your position though and you don't have any teenage kids whom you file the 485s right anyway no, they're, they're locked in csp if they are yeah mm-hmm. so i personally um have used ead given a chance again if you put me back in your position right now i'm going to use the ead Okay. Okay. Even Now, though, like, uh, there is yeah, there is one percent risk if you use the EAD. It's not risk free. There is five percent risk if you use the H1B. Okay. Okay. And even for the travel plans and all that, which I'm pursuing, like, like for the next you, year. The only uh, thing is that you will be restricted to travel for about two to three months. Okay. Okay. That's enough. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. because you'll file an advance for all 6 months in advance they may not approve in 6 months they may approve in 8 months okay okay and the otherwise like okay. there is no risk like basically i can go with that uh, ead in that case as i said there's 1% risk if you use the ead 5% risk if you use the h1b Pick yeah that's fine poison. 1% is good enough you already told me like like okay. or everybody okay. like even driving car yeah. has more percentage in there thank yeah. you yeah i appreciate next it. person please suruchi Uh, hi Raul, thank you for the chance. Um, my question is, I'm on an H-1B visa right now, and I was laid off with my current employer. My last date with the company is December 31st. I did get another job, and they filed my transfer. It went through. Uh, so I start on Jan 2nd with the new company. Can I travel to India and come back before my last date? I have a valid H-1B stamp on my passport and an I-797 with my current employer. When would you be coming back? I will be back by December third, so that's still like twenty twenty five days before my end date with the current company. But on December, you're joining the new company on December third. No, uh, January second. So on December third, you don't have a job. No, I have my current job till December thirty first. Ah, you have your current job on December thirty first. but then when you come in what would you show the current job or the future job uh the current job since i'm still employed with the current job yeah here is a problem though when you enter into united states though they will give only i94 for your current company they will not give it for the future company so then you can only work until december 31st for your current company then you have to file one more transfer application you see the point but my current So, isn't the I ninety four given based on the H one B stamp, which is till two thousand twenty four in my case? No, you have to show them the H one B approval though. 
let's 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 forget about it let's get to that you have a h1b approval with pepsi company okay you're working until december 31st of pepsi company now you got a h1b with coca cola all the way to 2025 okay mm-hmm. and let's say pepsi is expiring in 2024 when you come into united okay. states you have to tell them are you going to be working with pepsi or are you going to be working with coca cola okay if you are saying you're going to work with coca cola you do you have to provide them the h1 approval of coca cola but since okay. on december 3rd you will not be working with coca cola you can't show the coca cola h1b approval is right right then you will show pepsi when you show pepsi what would they do they will only give you h1 approval until 2024 not 2025 they can't give for coca cola because you didn't request it right right so the i94 controls everything when you have chance look at both the approvals of pepsi and coca cola you can take a look at it right now the i94 number is the same for them look at it it will be the okay. same so that's a problem for you so you either pick to choose to travel then you have to file a h1b transfer again but if i leave the country before 20 2024 i can get an extension on my i94 right based on the new company 25 but you have to show them that one when you're coming on december 3rd if you're coming after january 5th i don't have a problem with you okay if you're traveling after january 5th i don't have a tra- problem with you because when you come back you'll say i'm going to be working with coca cola okay you have h1b approval here is h1b approval with coca cola you good but when you're coming on december 3rd you can't say you're working with coca cola you're saying you're working with pepsi You see the problem? Right. right. Okay. So no, not tra- that travel is not good. Next person please. Malvika? Yeah, hi. Uh, hi Rahul, thanks for the chance. My H1 is expiring in uh, by this year end. If I get converted to H4, my company has already filed my uh, uh, perm. Uh can I go back go back to my perm uh, again from my H4 and raise an ex- H1 go- expiration? can you can you go back to the h1b is that your question yeah yeah do you mean to say after your perm and i140 is approved correct are you coming very near to 6 years of h1b yeah yeah it's going to expire by december 30th absolutely you can you can apply for the i don't know why how long your husband's i140 has been approved when is your husband's h1b is expiring um march 2023 Okay so is he applying for extension now? Yeah yeah. Okay I want you to apply H4 and EAD along with the extension. Remember the other guy? He got the H4 and EAD approval along with the H1B. Sometimes it's happening is right? Okay. Apply your husband's H1B, your H4 and EAD together, okay? Don't okay. file it separately. Do your husband's okay. H1B in premium processing. Put your start date with with November start date though. even though is h1b started will be march put yours from november okay okay, okay. you may get the okay. h4 h4 ead immediately there is a good chance for it okay if it does not you have to stop working from december to answer your question can you go back to the h1b after your i140 is approved absolutely you can no okay, problem okay so even if my h4 ead is pending it's if it's not approved i can just go and file for my h1 extension based on my i140 approval remember 
H1 extension means your H1B is valid, is right? Yes. Are you speaking in December of 2022 or September, February of 2023? Which December. time are you speaking? Post Will December. So? Post December, it cannot be an extension. It has to be transferred from H4 to H1. Okay. Okay. You got it? It has to be transferred from H4 to H1. There are some hiccups in there where if the H4 is not approved, they may not approve the I-94. There are a lot of things. But right now, you're a beggar. You don't have a choice. Hmm. You file the H4, you file the EAD together and hope both your husbands, your H4 and EAD approve at the same time. Okay? Or you take a risk of being unemployed for a period of time. Okay, uh, that's one option. What if if we go back and then come come um, come go to India and then come back again? With um, just trying to choose which option is less riskier. I I believe that you filing a H one B H four and EAD together with your husband will be better, because if you go to India, you have to get the H four stamping. First of all, there are no appointments available that soon, and even if you come back on H four, you won't have a work permit. Is right? You will have to file a EAD. Then there is a four months period of time. You see the point? So yes. if I were you, I would file for H4, H1 and H4 and EAD and H1 in premium processing. Next person, please. Thank you. If you want, if you have more doubts, you can make an appointment. I will tell the same thing in a sweeter way, yes. in a long way. Hi, Rahul. How are you doing? Good, good. Uh, Rahul, I came uh, uh, on an H1B uh, in uh, October 2021, um, but then I got an amendment uh, and I have a new H1B until 2025, but my visa stamp uh, expires in 2024. Um, uh, mm -hmm. Now with this extension, I know I can be here until 2025, no problem. Absolutely. But if mm -hmm. but if I go back, can I use the new H1B and the old uh, visa stamp, uh, the, the extension and the old visa stamp to enter the country? Um, and absolutely, and you can. Absolutely. Now, can. now, now, if I don't go back until and because because when I came in 2021, they gave me I-94. Uh, 2021, they gave me an I-94 that ends in 2022 because my passport was expiring, but I got my passport renewed after the extension. Does 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 that affect you know my visa stamp at all? I know if you overstay your I-94, you know, uh, uh, period. But you 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 said before the I-94 expired, you filed an extension, is right? Yes, exactly. And I have a new I-94. And you got the approval with the I-94 that is valid until 2025. Exactly. Yeah. Just because your passport has expired. Just because your I-94 that when you entered into United States might have expired. Mm -hmm. And then now you got the fresh I-94. That I-94, which is online, and the I-94 that you have in your hand, it will have the same number, I-94 number. That means that your I-94 has been extended. You have no problem, none okay. whatsoever at all, in traveling and coming back before 2024. Okay, okay. Thanks. However, when you come mm -hmm. in, I want you to show them that look, I have a H-1B extension with this company until 2025. Mm -hmm. And make sure the online I-94 will reflect 2025 and not 2024. Okay, okay. And if you checked very nicely that once you came in, oops, based on the passport, it expired in 2022, you corrected it. But as soon as you enter into the country, make sure the online thing says 2025. If it doesn't okay. say 2025, there are ways to correct it, but you better realize it before the end of the I-94, not afterwards. 
Okay. Thank you so much, Rahul. But you will have no problem, none whatsoever at all, in coming back and getting the I-94 until 19, uh, 2025. Next person, please. Hi, uh, Rahul. Thank you very much for giving me opportunity to ask my question. Uh, Rahul, I was in Canada last year. And from Canada, I did my EB1, uh, I-140. And I opted for uh, consular processing. And it got approved during the pandemic, first year of pandemic 2020. I filled in my DS-260. I paid the consular fees of everything. And I was waiting for my visa interview date in Montreal consulate for the stamping of green card. We green card interview basically. But there was no spots. They were only treating the family and the employment applicants were waiting forever. So I still haven't got that interview scheduled in Montreal. For Let my me green ask card. you this question though. I would have suggested you to come on L1A and get this get the 485 file here. I would still suggest you No, I that. came to US on US. Uh, I came to US already. I'm in, a, uh, I'm in New Jersey right now. And I filed my 485 now under the EB1. Okay. Uh, so now I'm just wondering, 485 is now with the region, uh, the field office, and mm -hmm. do I need to do anything to my NVC application, which is still filled in and I have paid the fees, etc.? Just forget it? Ignore it. Just forget it. Just forget it. But, okay, so I don't need to tell USCIS that, you know, there's this nothing to be worried about. No, nothing to worry about. You haven't done anything illegal. You're perfectly good. You are under no obligation to withdraw the NVC at a later time. Your NVC, they may send any notification. If you don't respond, they will just deny that NVC process. It will have okay. no negative effect, nil at all for you to get your green card. I would have, when if you would have contacted me, I would have, I don't like consular processing, believe me. I would have done that long time ago, but you have done it. Okay? Oh. But you're good. You don't okay. need to do anything right now. You did everything what I would have done it. I don't know whether it's one year, two years later on, but you did it. In Hindi, we call it Magar Durustwa. Yeah, thank you. Well, it's one actually more quick, Urdu word. quick thing. I came to US now and I became Canadian citizen after filing my 485 and I got my Canadian passport. Do I need to update USCIS? Hmm. It's in the field office right and now. Uh, I yeah, it's would, in field office. I, as a strategic policy right now, I would not update them. If they okay. call you for interview, update them. Okay. The okay, reason I it. tell you is that if you update them, they get confused. Well, what happened? This guy's a Canadian green citizen. What do I do? It may delay your whole application by a year or two. Got if it. you personally so, go for the interview though, Mm -hmm. It's easy. Now I'm a Canadian citizen. Please change it. They'll change it there. Okay. So I, I, I got my EAD and parole. Okay. I got my EAD and parole. So it. if good. I get Use my GC before my travel in December to India, end of December, I'm good. But if I don't get, if I come back with Canadian passport and parole and no EAD. Problem. No, problem. no problem. right? No problem. No problem. They'll check, verify you. If you're Subhash or not in the biometrics. Okay. And if you are not Shubash, they'll put you in jail. Um, but you're fine. <laughs> um, cool. Right Thank now, you very every, much. Rahul. I appreciate everything you. is bi yeah. everything is biometrics. In fact, I recently visited from Mexico City. They didn't even mm -hmm. ask my passport. I just walked in. Welcome, Mr. Rahul Reddy. Thank you. Bye. I said, 
They did not even check my passport. And wow. I have spoken with a couple of CBP officials there. They're saying passport is history. They don't need passports. Okay. When I entered in Mexico City, they have my thing scanned. Everything is registered there. They know this is Rahul Reddy and everything. Their computers all worked around. And then they said, this guy is fine to come in. He's a US citizen. Okay. So when they have Got you, it. they may get confused in advance parole. They may take you to a small room. Okay. But you will not right. be, have any problem in coming in. In an advanced okay. parole, people sometimes they don't process it there itself. They'll take you to a small room. Don't get panicked. Right. You're good. Next person, please. Okay, cool. Thank you Vishnu? very much. Vishnu? Yes. Uh, hi. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for accepting. First of all, you know, like I actually received an uh, RFE for my H1B amendment. Uh, basically, they're asking for if I'm maintaining a valid uh, visa status and specifically whether I have moved from um, state X to state Y. And if so, the exact date I moved, for, moved to Y and then be, began residing there. So basically like Rahul, like I um, am- I know the fraud. I know what you're speaking. And right, I know why yeah. they asked. And because the pay steps and all those things points out that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if, if we can. Give I want the... you to make an appointment with the consulate and go and get the H1B stamping and come back. Okay. Let me so ask you this other question. Do you have a sure. passport stamping in your passport right now? Uh, it's expired, Rahul. Like, I, like my extension was filed uh, like recently. Okay. So I want, the reason is that if you have moved from, let's say from Florida to California, okay? So if you move to California in October of 2022, but you filed an amendment in November, you're doomed. And I already know they caught you right now, okay? Already. So the best thing is right now, uh, you did in premium processing or normal? Premium. Well, you have time to respond. I mean, they have given 90 days plus you have extra 60 days to respond. Make an appointment in the consulate there then respond to this RFE. You're going to get an I-94 denial. You go to India, get the stamping and come back. Okay, okay. So just in case, you know, like if I want to move to, move to a different company instead of facing all this, you know, like if I get a uh, new yeah. employer. You're going, to, you're going to only postpone your pain because there is a 70, 80% You may get an RFE with a second company. And here is where the problem comes in, is that when you go to the consulate, though, they look into the entire record of it, it won't look good. Okay. So the reason I actually moved back to a different location in August, because my wife works here and she had a medical emergency. So can we submit Not those? Not okay. an excuse. Not an excuse. Medical emergency has nothing to do. Who was telling you not to go to your wife? All they are telling is to, why did not you file an amendment? Okay, nobody told you not to go to your wife. Next person, please. Okay, yep, thank you. Hi, Garu. So I got my advanced payroll approved like a couple of weeks ago. So I'm planning to go India. My only question is, if I use my advanced payroll to enter back to US, can I go back to H1? I don't want to use my EAD and uh, for various reasons. Uh, when is your H1B expiring? Uh, 2025, April. 2025, April. Absolutely. Once you come back in advance parole, mm -hmm. 
abracadabra. You're automatically an H1B. You don't need to do anything. Use so the word abracadabra and that's it. Use advanced parole, say abracadabra, you're an H1B. Okay, so I'll not that's be coming it. on to EAD because many people are telling I'll be coming on to EAD. No, no, so you, no you will not okay. be. You will not be. You can extend your H1B. You can transfer the company to a different company in H1B. Absolutely not a trouble. So just enter back with advanced parole. Don't do anything. You will be still on H1B. Say, but say abracadabra. Okay, Next person. Thank you very much. Last person is Abhinav. Um, yep. Guys, if you have any so, questions, please uh, post it on the uh, post it on the chat. That I will answer as at least ten questions, guys. I will answer it. Post it to them. Abhinav uh, Gupta. I don't like the last name Gupta's buddy. Oh man, sorry. I I I think USCF also doesn't like me. So <laughs> I'll I'll, uh, I'll give you a. Hey, I no, I'm, just, like... I'm just making fun. Uh, my wife's last name is Gupta. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay. so uh, USCS actually approved my 485 and my green card. They uh -huh. approved it under EB1. Uh, mm -hmm. My EB1 is actually pending. My EB1 I140 is actually still pending, uh, but I have an approved EB2. What's your priority date? My priority date for EB2 is uh, October 2014. When did it they approve it? Uh, huh? When did they approve? they approved my green card on the 23rd of October? On that day, even my EB2 priority date wasn't current. Yep, I know. <laughs> um, October of which year you said October of 2022. Okay. So, so basically, just now, 23rd of October 2022. So, but your EB1 was current, but not your EB2. Two was not current. Your EB one I one forty is not approved. Correct. Um, what What about your wife's green card? She also got her green card. Okay, and you filed the four eight five under EB one only, so, not EB two. So, no, no. So, so that's the thing. I filed it under EB one. I got annoyed on my EB one, which I'm still responding to, and then I did an interfile from EB one to EB two to basically see if I get a rejection of the noid right when i submit the response so instead of interfiling it when to did EB2, you okay uh, interfiling september. it to eb2 september so 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 you in, you interfiled from eb1 to eb2 that's right because i had a noid with the eb1 to hedge the situation where my eb1 might get rejected on on your green card can you read out mm -hmm. to me does it say e26 e17 on your green card E17. I know. I know. <laughs> my, my lawyer is telling me to reopen the case, to, to file a motion to reconsider, uh, sorry, reopen I290B. Um, and we have to submit a NOID response by 22nd of November. I am planning to include the copy of the green card and the 485 notice to compel them to approve the NOID. I don't know if that will work or not. It's a very bad NOID from 0858 um, uh, officer. At Nebraska. <laughs> uh, uh, when did you said you interfiled? On what date you interfiled? So um, I interfiled somewhere on the 17th or 18th of September. By the time EB2 prior did some dark clock too. Yeah, but 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 Rahul, I got a RFE on the 1st of September for my EB2 AOS for a medical, and that was after the Congresswoman intervened. I and that what, was actually wait, 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 wait. Did you tell me you filed two four eight five or one four eight five? That's right. That's right. Two four eighty five. So I already had a four eighty five in EB one and then in EB two, 
and then I interfiled my EB1 to you, EB2. When did you file the 485 EB2? Um, in May of 2022. I'm definitely not going to do motion to reopen for you. Correct. I would not do it. I um, I have I have raised a service request and I have requested a tier. I would call. not have done that. I would not okay. even. I, if the guy calls, don't even take up the call. Okay. What should I do? I am thinking that right now that they just approved your case wrongly in EB1 instead of EB2. I am assuming that they have already allocated your priority date before October of 2022. And they have put you into that column. Uh, The only thing is that I may respond to the NOID. How does it look like NOID? Is it approval or non-approval? It is pretty hard. It's a a, a boilerplate template from 0858 officer. But overall, how does your application look like? I mean, I have 300 citations. I have eight, nine papers, 40 different okay, reviews. Is it, okay, is it, yeah. what, what is EB1 or EB, EB1A or EB1B? EB1B. I, I work for Intel. Semiconductor. Have any patents? I do not have any patents, no. How many publications you said? Uh, nine publications, 300 citations. I would definitely respond to the RFE. Uh, but I would not reopen the file of EB1A at this point. EB, I would not reopen the file for you. Okay. Should I put the 485 approval notice in my NOID response? I would not. I would not. What if they just and, reject and, it? I will discuss at that time. Have a consultation at that time. What, what, okay. about, what about the 797 that you received the approval? Yep, it says one seven e one seven. No, that for sure. But what does the receipt notice says? Is it the four eight five EB two or EB three EB one EB one? It also says the class of admission to be E one seven. So that basically, part green I card. Got it. Yeah, but that but they still approved the four eight five of EB one case. Correct. Well, I would not reopen. I would respond to the RFE. I will decide afterwards. May I want to have a consultation? Okay. 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 Then. Thank you. Next Ram. person. Uh, I'm going to go to the questions here, guys. Can I not submit my medicals? Do I need to wait for RFA? Or can it be submitted before RFA of the green My prior date is June 2014. You don't have to submit medicals right now. If I were you, Amar, I'm not in a hurry of submitting medicals right now, unless there is an RFE. But if there is an RFE, you better submit it. Umakant, my advance parole has been pending for 17 months, requested for ombudsman request and Senator Ted Cruz request. What are my options to request USAS to process AP? Sue them, sue them. If you want to, I will give you one other small thing that I will give it to you. Uh, contact the Stephen Brown in our office. Suing is the only option that's there. That's a very long period of time for, uh, uh, that's a very long period of time. And this is in the similar scenarios. I want you to watch this video. My brother-in-law is planning to visit USA from UK, Indian citizen living in UK on tourist visa. They schedule an appointment for interview next month. Can I keep my name as person paying for the trip in DS-160? Any concerns for it? No, I don't have any concerns for it. That's perfectly all right if you're paying for your brother-in-law. Nothing wrong with it. I received my RFE for birth certificate later registration for supporting document services. Can I submit RFE response myself? Because my attorney usually do not submit until last day of RFE. Well, you can choose your own lawyer. Uh, you can choose your own lawyer, but I still recommend not submitting yourself. You can hire us if you want to. 
only medicals uh, we say we recommend that you submit yourself everything else we do not recommend submitting by yourself uh, i want you to get the alternative documents that i'm going to list you out here aadhar card pan card ration card election card affidavits uh, you don't need non availability certificate though okay and i've given you all the list of those things to you in the link that i just provided to you one plus i have 10 months of overseas managerial experience and planning to work again in overseas two months to get the eb1 eligible since it's not consecutive year will it be still qualified for eb1b one plus it has to be one year in the preceding three years before you came to united states so i don't know if the 10 months was within three years or maybe it was long time ago if it is long time ago it doesn't but if it is preceding three years it will count but they will look into very closely you have a payrolls you have to support everything or is it that you were just there in india you have income tax returns all those things will be checked very very carefully uh, if i earn money on my own website without registration uh, registration return and that provide only online services does that not um, if you are an h1b you cannot <coughs> earn by working when you are saying website i'm assuming people are not going to pay for website it's not like a hotel you buy a hotel and then you give it to management company they will manage it the website has to be done by management either you or somebody if you are managing it and you are making money on it that definitely constitutes working if an employer is giving me equity as part of the compensation package can that be construed as company ownership during perm should i let it go for the equity amit is it less than 5% or more than 5% if it's less than 5% you don't have a trouble if it's more than 5% you definitely um, then the question that comes is that is your perm already approved if the perm already approved you're good if the perm is not approved then you need to consult a lawyer if it's less than 1% 5% you're good uh, with regards to the delay in the advance parole in ead guys we're going to release a video pretty soon in the next week uh we want you to watch in the youtube about it can a 485 be denied due to salary and four times more than the permanent priority to the what would be the options of the denial if i'm using eat uh, shiva there are many ways of disguising the salary if you're getting bonus for example if you work for a company let's say early stages of early early stages of tesla and you're getting a bonus of you know 10 million dollars will that be a cause of denial no because it's a bonus stock options but if it's coming as a salary so i want you to probably consult a lawyer to see how the company is paying you if it's a bonus it's fine if it's a salary you are touching the nerves of it and it also depends on when the labor certification was approved if it was approved in 2012 and now we are 2022 A lot of things have changed. We may be able to defend it. We may be able to defend it. Uh, we may be able to go to court and defend it. But I will try to avoid defending. Sometimes I just want to have a clean walk. Okay. Uh, case approved. A November first, November three case was reopened. Driving history. Seven speeding tickets. Seven speeding tickets. I am not worried about it. Sometimes when they are approving and reopening it, they're pressing a wrong button, and instead of 
they actually telling that, oh, it is getting worked out. They're just saying a pros- wrong button. It's telling that it's been approved. So that's a confusion that I have. Uh, seven spending tickets, I am not expecting any problem for you. Uh, December visa bulletin, we are not expecting very much advance in the v- December visa bulletin. Guys, guys coming the next conference call. Give me one second. Don't close the conference call, ladies. Uh, the next conference call will be tomorrow at uh, uh, 11.30 a.m. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day. Thank you.